everybody. And it's Sunday again. Boy, that went fast, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Just here. Just a couple (laughs) days ago. (laughs) But anyway, hope you got your ears on or you're listening to the podcast. Uh, You can listen to all the shows here on My Talk 1071. Go to MyTalk1071.com and go to whoever you want, whether it be Alexis and Jason or Brad and now Dawn, right? Yeah. And then myself and uh, Lori and Julia. They just go to our show pages and you can listen to all the past shows, see what you missed. Okay. And then now just a heads up is that next week is the big beginning of summer. Memorial Day weekend, and so we will not be here live. We'll be here best of. So and then, so we'll, we'll see you, talk to you in two weeks. So. I'll be on a boat. Oh, where, and where are you going? Down on your boat? Uh, we have a family cabin in northern Minnesota, so I'm doing the long, long drive and going. And you'll find me on a boat somewhere. Uh, I'm trying cool. to get in a canoe. All right, canoes are never trusted. Too tippy, too tippy. <laughs> hey, I had one carry me down a scary river for two months. No. So after that, I. You know, I trust them. Uh, so I just not trust them more than uh, some pontoon motors sometimes. Well, that's tracks. We were at a pontoon ride. This is oh man, twenty five years ago, whatever type of thing. There was kind of a family out and had some little kids, and there probably was I think twelve of this pontoon. It's a pretty good sized pontoon, and somebody caught a fish up front. So everybody walked up front to see. Guess what? Oh, yeah. Front of the canoe did. Whoosh. And it, uh, the water come up and people are grabbing kids and stuff oh, is yeah. floating away. And it's like, yeah, people think, think we're going down. We're yeah. going down. We've so. done that. We've recovered it. We didn't <sighs> sink it, but we have, um, yeah, submerged a little bit. And then all of a sudden everyone's panicking. Yeah, no, it was crazy. But see, I don't, um, I'm scared of the water. Um, I'm a land lover. <laughs> and so uh, it has to be a, a pretty good sized pontoon. I'll go on, but don't go too far away from the, don't go too far from the shore. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I, one girlfriend was bound to determine to get me over some fears. Uh, but anyway, and the waterfront. And so they decided we, we needed a canoe down the St. Croix, uh, river. I love that paddle. <laughs> uh, I got to admit, it was pretty, it was, I stayed probably about 10 feet from the shoreline. <laughs> yeah. I did That's not. That's smart. I did not go and I had my life jacket on, <laughs> everything. And so, yeah, I got to admit, it was fun. You know, it really was. But like I said, everybody just kept laughing and teasing me because I'm I'm like, okay, my paddle <laughs> could almost reach the shore. I'm okay. <laughs> I grew up on boats. I, I, I really love them and I have maybe a little bit too much trust. But I, I like, was driving the, my motorboat around the lake by myself by the time I was 10 years old. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the works. only rule is you have to wear a life vest yeah. if you're going by yourself. There you go. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, so so the big weekend. So hopefully this week I'm going to start finding my flower gardens and such things like that. So if you got questions today, make sure you give a holler to them because it will it'll be a couple weeks before we'll be back. And just a heads up, put mark down in your calendar. Hugo Good Neighbor Days is coming up June 9th to 11th. You know I'm part. I'm a, a Lion, Hugo Lions member, and so that's our big fundraiser. And they got live bands and such like that. You can go to GoodNeighborDays.com. Uh, goodneighbordays.com in Hugo, Minnesota. And anyway, so June 9th to 11th, got a couple good bands, on fr- live bands, on Friday night and Saturday night. And, of course, I was going to write them down, and I forgot, so you have to go to the website and find out. So anyway, so yeah, d- d- um, check that out. And then um, 
Uh, the parade is Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning, and the theme is back to the 50s this year. So hopefully we'll have some 50 cars and stuff like that. And then at uh, on Saturday the 10th, if you go back to Hannah Field, uh, that's where Good Neighbor Days is, there'll be signs all over town to direct you in the right way. But anyway, we're doing um, uh, uh, back to the 50s. Uh, from two to five, as far as a DJ and playing fifties music, and hopefully there'll be some fifty cars there. Cute. So, so get out, dust off the leather jackets, slick back the hair, put on the bobby <laughs> socks, put in the ponytails, and come on out. So that's um, Hugo Good Neighbor Days, June ninth through tenth, and go to Good Neighbor Days. Uh, dot com. I do believe. It. I don't know if it's HugoGoodNeighborDays.com or just GoodNeighborDays.com. Same on me. You think I would remember that? <laughs> oh well, it is. So yeah, we got the live snow live show. We got this. We got that. And then one thing with the warm days or the hot days coming up is that I'm going to post something. I'm on my uh, Katie K9 Facebook page, uh, but something right now is there, so I don't want to bury it. But anyway, um, so uh, burnt paws. People don't think of that. You know, when they're taking mm-hmm. their yeah. their dogs out and they're going for a walk, and and you know, days are only going to be getting hotter here. And so, uh, people, I can't tell you enough, even though your dog is walking and doing it, the thing is, is that all of a sudden, you do not want to deal with burnt paws because that dog is out for a long time going for walks. It's like you take it and burning the bottom of your feet. Yeah. Okay, it takes a long time for that skin to heal, regenerate, and then harden so you can walk, okay? And so I can't, I can't, uh, I don't know what I can tell to do other than just please <laughs> don't walk your dog on hot tar. Take your shoes off. Everybody's got sandals with no socks, right? Take your sandals off and then just walk on the tar yourself. And if you will go on the whole walk in your bare feet, then you could expect it from your dog. Okay? <laughs> but if you can't, then the thing is you get that dog off, you get it on grass. You know, cement isn't as bad, obviously, but tar is, is huge. And so uh, so please, like I said, I've been watching. And then remember the signs of your dog starts to lag, the head is starting to drop, and then, like, the tongue is really coming out and pa- they're panting hard. Time to sh- stop, sit down. If Hopefully you got some water. And how you cool a dog down is take ice cubes on their feet because dogs sweat through the pads of their mm-hmm. feet. So you put ice cubes on the pads of their feet. And if you got some ice cubes for them to, to kind of chow on, that's good too. But the whole thing is pay attention to it. You know, your dog is trying really hard to keep up with you. They love you. And then if you're a non-mindful owner just thinking, well, he does it all the time. There's never been any problem. All it takes is once. And believe me, also true of any of you guys out there, I put on the Hugo Good Neighbor Days Parade. Um, there again, which is uh, June 10th, 11 a.m., lots of fun stuff. But anyway, um, and I made it a rule on the parade. You could have your dog in the parade, but it has to be riding. You do not walk the dog the parade route. Mm. And so um, I get very snotty about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so the main corner as the parade's turning, boy, if there's any dogs walking, I, walk, I get right into their face and I says, you better get it on the grass or you get it off. You get it. And if they go on the grass, they're not in the parade. <laughs> or you get that dog in a car on a wagon, on something, but that dog does not walk the parade. The parade is like a mile and a quarter. It's, you know, it's not that huge. Yeah. You know, and so, but the thing is, is no, there, there was one time, um, oh my goodness, this has had to be this. Yeah, I've done the parade for 25 years, I think. I don't know, for the third year. Anyway, these people, the Irish Wolfhounds, wanted to bring the dogs to the parade. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I wasn't thinking, you know, the dog made it halfway through and then we had to find a car, a truck to come pick him up and he burnt the bottom of his paws and it was just, it was so sad. <sighs> that just resonated with me that people, people don't let that happen because you are in for a world of 
of of uh, uh, vet bills, yeah, <laughs> and in staying home with your dog and not going very far, because even with those burnt paws, just like if you burnt the bottom of your feet, you know what I mean. You could be on grass, and that's oh, 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 because you know a burn goes to so many layers of. of I have burnt my foot; it was miserable. I yeah. spilled <laughs> boiling like water on it while mm-hmm. camping. It mm-hmm. was horrid. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And just like if you did it on the bottom of your feet, you did yeah, it on the top feet, right? So yeah, so please pay attention this whole summer. Um, and remind people when you see them walking on tires and stuff, you know, check, make sure, check your dog's paws, make sure that they're not blistering. It's, it's really a sad, but like I said, I'll be posting something on my Facebook page and, uh, a picture of it. I got it on my Katie, my Katie reappel page, but I haven't transferred over to my Katie canine Facebook page yet. So, so hopefully you got some questions for me. So we're going to uh, run, 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 and we're going to come, come, come. Okay. Because everybody's planting plants. We're doing plant trivia today. Okay. Love Where it. is the only place you will find meat-eating Venus flytraps growing in the wild? Along the Yatsi River in China, in the peat bogs in northern England, Central Park in New York City, or on the coast of North and South Carolina, USA? All right. Hey, there, Katie Keenan here, your nooner every Sunday, noon to two. All right. Where is the only place you will find find meat eating Venus fly traps growing in the wild along the Yangtze River in China, in peat bogs in northern England, Central Park in New York, or on the coast of the North and South Carolina? Mm, they're tropical, so maybe the Carolinas. Ah, ding, 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 ding! It is on Ooh, the coast. That's where Venus fly traps. I bought one when I was a kid of those. And it was really cool to, you know, smack a fly. Yeah, I had one when I was in college. I thought thought that was pretty cool. It was kind of like, here it comes. When I moved into the dorms in college, like first year, uh, I I started growing like a huge plant collection, a bunch of succulents and a Venus flytrap. They all had little names and decorations on them. Then when I moved back to Minnesota, I I gave the entire collection to a good friend of mine in Vermont. And I assume she still has them. Oh, wow. The fly traps, they're hard to, to keep, take care of. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, the Adams Family, you watch the old Adams Family? Oh, yeah, of course. They, were there, they, they had that giant Venus fly trash, remember? I yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> okay, let's head for the phone lines. Yeah, so first up, we have Julie, who has a cat uh, who has a very high prey drive. All right. Well, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Hi there. How you doing? Hi there, Katie. Um, yeah, I have a, a seven-month-old kitty that kind of adopted us. It was a stray outside. And I I got it neutered and gave it all its shots and been feeding it outside, but it every time I've got three dogs we go outside he pounces on the dogs he yep. he brings all these birds back and I get so mad I I scold them and, oh, yes. and let them know that it's not right and um, he just keeps killing them I've tried bright colored bell collars and seems like uh, after a few days he's comes back and they're not on them anymore you bet you bet yeah a cat and a collar outside is not a good idea that collar can get hooked on the weirdest things because the cats can do the weirdest things because a cat can go through anything that his how wide the whiskers are that's because that's how they feel that uh, because uh they the cats can you know squeeze through the weirdest places so i would strongly suggest that you know what I mean? I wouldn't leave a cat outside on a collar at all. You know, to to be wild in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, some people tie them up, you know, not with a collar, but with a, a specific harness. 
But anyway, and so the thing is, is but that's what a cat is. They they pray. They you know, and that's in and like in my world, having a farm. We not, well, I don't like them going for the birds, but I mean they're they've got you know the 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 mice, the rats, that you know what I mean, stuff like that. The voles, the moles. Yep, and, you get those, and I praise them for that. Yeah, yeah, but see, the cats aren't like <laughs> so a dog. To, uh, well, do you think as he gets older, he might? No. No, the only thing that's going to stop him is he gets rotundly fat and oh. he can't move. Then he will just be content to sit and look. Okay, oh, okay. but so that's just the only other thing that you can do um, for him is create a caddium for him. You know, people build these really cool indoor or you know, I mean outdoor uh, cat things. So you know, with a whole bunch of stuff for them to climb and sit on and observe, but they can't get to anything. Okay, yeah. and so that's the only thing. But you see, like outdoor portraits, where they're all screened in and stuff like that. Um, you know, catio. That's sometimes they're called catios, and uh, that's the only thing because that's what a cat does. Is they're they're a stalking. They stalk that they eat. Um, you know, and we don't. I I my my stomach does a flip every time I see the. Um, I don't mind the sparrow getting taken. You know, we got tons of sparrow, yeah. <laughs> but you know when you see you know like a, 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 a baby robin or a wren, yes, yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah, it just jerks my stomach. But it's kind of like you know what. You just got to, if you're going to have them and be out and be free, that's just part of the territory. Like my cat with a K, he last year killed 11 bunnies, okay, and two of them were adult-sized rabbits. And how the heck he ever did it, I have no idea. And then uh, then the baby bunnies were from baby baby all the way up to almost, you know, to big. Every size, you can imagine them. And that just crushed my heart. But the thing is, it's like, okay, I either get rid of the cat so I don't see this anymore, or I build him a catio. Or, you know what, it's called the circle of life, and it stinks at times. Yeah. You know, so I totally understand what you're going through. But that's why, like I said, and, and you never, at our house, you never just step out <laughs> this time of year. Somebody has left you a present yeah. on the front steps. <laughs> and so it's just like, okay. But yeah, that, there's nothing, like I said, but having that bell, I worry that, like I said, the collar is going to get hooked on something and either hang the cat. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you're, they're going to feel even worse about that, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so like I totally uh, get it. My, my last little question was you were talking about that diatomaceous earth. Diatomaceous uh, earth. Grade. Yep. And being he's eating all these critters out there, I was thinking I, I did treat him uh, about a month ago with the parasite stuff, which I know I shouldn't use chemicals. Yep. But I was he was getting so thin, I was afraid that you know I needed to get a jump on it. So now I want to use the diamation earth just to kind of you know make sure they don't get away and. Right. Well, yes, he was. You could put the di- you could put the food grade diatomaceous earth in a baby sock, okay. and then zip tie it. And then what you're going to do is pat the back of his neck, pat back by his tail and his butt and his chest. So if any ticks or fleas or anything get on him, that mm-hmm. they'll rock through that. And you do that maybe once a week, just a light pat, a light pat. Okay. Okay. And then now, as far as giving it to him, you know, for internal parasites. Yep. Okay. Then what you do is, if you can, but now remember, cats are really picky. You have to mix it in with some either some raw meat, you know, if you'll eat that, or some good grain-free canned cat food. Uh-huh. Start out with like just a pinch in there. Okay. Okay. Just a tiny. Just pinch. just a pinch once a day. Okay? okay. And then what you're gonna do is, if he's having no problems eating it, good. Then then maybe the next week you're gonna go up to a little bit, you know, more meat. Almost two pinches. <laughs> the most you want to give them would be a half a teaspoon a day. Okay. Okay, that would be the most. A real half a teaspoon. Okay. Okay, right. because it also does other good things. If you look it up, diatomaceous earth. It does a lot of other good stuff, too. People take it, too. So. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you so much. Well, good luck, kiddo. Sorry about all the killings, but that's when you got cat. That's why I don't have bird feeders. I grew up with my grandpa. He was, I mean, he I, he had one. He had hundreds, and I was uh, so used to standing by the you sitting. He had a chair by all the windows so you could sit and watch the birds. And then if you didn't know it, you look it up. And that's what I always wanted. But, okay, well, we have cats. I'm not going to feed the birds to the cats. There you go. And so that's why I don't. I got down to one cat. I got the bird feeder. I got feed. And a week later, another cat showed up. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, put it all away. And now I'm, then I went up to five cats. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, like I said, I, 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 I'm with you as far as your heart just, it just hurts when they get especially the good songbirds and that. Yeah. But like I said, to me, it's just like i got to. Find it within myself that it's just kind of the circle of life. It sucks. Okay. I'll okay. think of it that way, too. Thank okay. you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, my ad line brought me uh, <laughs> I knew. I was walking up to the house, and she's talking and talking that meow. I got something for you. <laughs> meow. Meow. I got something for you. I got you. So I come around the corner, and there is a mouse. Laying on, and just like, see what I did? At least it was dead. Yes, yes. <laughs> and anyway, uh, so see what I did? And I'm like, okay. So I went in the house. By the time I, uh, I was in the house for about 15 minutes, come back out, all gone. So he scarfed her right down. <laughs> okay, who's up next? Well, so next up, we have Gail, who's uh, currently babysitting her daughter's dog, who's food obsessed. Okay. Hi, Gail. How you doing? Oh, I just love your show. I cannot more relate your previous caller <laughs> gave up on caring about the the cats yanking stuff. It's really heartbreaking. Yes, but it is. It's, like you said, it's a circle of life. Yep. But yep. my yes. goofy call is I'm watching my niece's dog for a week. I already watched her for three, four days okay. a couple weeks ago. And I didn't know this, but they told me she has an eating disorder. Okay. She will eat anything yep anything yeah and and i have you know two other dogs and they all get along so that's oh, not a problem good cat food has to go up on the counter yep my dogs don't care about cat food they think it stinks okay so, <laughs> but but um it's gonna be a whole different week of i didn't know dogs had eating disorders oh yes she will eat anything and she's prescribed i get her bag of her little measuring cup, and she eats it like a vacuum. Oh, yeah. And it has one of those, you know what they are, the pan that has, like, many yep. panels yep. in it. So, so they still eat it whole. Yeah, 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 but they, they still eat it whole. It still goes into their stomach whole. It just slows them down to how fast it goes in. Okay? Right, yes. right. And so, but, now does she... I'm not used to, I've had five dogs in my life, and mm-hmm. I've never had a dog with an eating disorder. Right. And I, like I said, I have her for a week, and she can't have anything, mm-hmm. anything but what is here. And my dogs go, here, want a cheese stick? Yep. Here, want some butter? Here, want a piece of toast? Okay, yep. I mean, what kind of dog is it? Um, She's a terrier mix. And how many pounds? Like She's like um, 35 pounds. Okay. And my dogs are like 95 pounds. Okay. And, and they don't even care about eating half the time. Okay. They really don't. Okay. But now, um, what's the personality of this dog? Is it very hyper? Um, no. Okay. I think she's very normal. Okay. Because I, I would say if she wasn't. Okay. She's very sweet, and all the do- they all get along because we tried them out before she stayed here okay. because you, that's what you do. Yep. And uh, but this eating disorder thing, okay, I, I just it's hard because the other dogs they just eat anything 
you want a piece of cheese, want a, you know, whatever. Okay. She can't have that. And why? Because she has an eating disorder. Okay, well, we'll have to. That's what I've been told. Yeah, I but... don't even know that that exists. Yeah, well, does, well, you hold on, and we'll address that when we get back from break, okay? So don't hang up. We'll be back, okay? Yeah, please, please. You, I need to know. No problem. Okay, what is the most poisonous plant in North America? Water hemlock, uh, alum lily, boysenberry, white oak. We'll be back. Summer training is now in session at the YMCA with free fitness assessments from certified personal trainers who focus on real strength and real goals for a more realistic summer, like the endurance it takes to put sunscreen on a squirming child. No! Okay, stop running. I have to get your ears. Stop! Don't go in the sand! No! Come on. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Now we have to start all over. Hey, hey, thanks for staying with me and sharing your Sunday afternoons with me. I greatly appreciate that. So hopefully you either listen to the podcast or if you're just kind of hanging out, you still got me on the radio. That's fantastic. Okay, where am I at here? What is the most poisonous plant in North America? Water hemlock, alum lily, poisonberry, white oak. The uh, first one. What's water the, hemlock? Water hemlock, yeah. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Water hemlock. I hope it wasn't going to be boysenberry because I love boysenberry no, syrup. No, I knew it wasn't boysenberry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it can't be boysenberry. I'm, I'm dead. Be dead. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I love boysenberry uh, syrup on my pancakes. I don't have them very often, uh, but I just love it. And it has to be warm. It can't be cold because it doesn't have the right taste if it's not. So you have to... Uh, 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 heat it up a little bit. Yeah, I usually try to boil some water and then put the uh, put some in. A, I got this little thing, and I put that in the water and then put the so that I don't want to put it in the microwave because mm-hmm. the mi- microwave takes care of all the bad stuff or nukes it so it denatures it. So anyway, anyway, so I love boysenberry. Yeah, we have a service berry tree in our yard. When it, those pop in, I might bring you some a service berry syrup. My mom showed me how to make it. What was a service berry? It's it's an edible local berry um, that grows in like trees all over the twin cities really? yeah oh, google it so you can identify it more oh, properly but they're little red berries they're really okay. tasty oh cool yeah okay all right let's go back to, oh if you got a question folks give a holler 651-641-1071-641-651-641-1071 six, let's try it again 651-641-1071 okay let's go back to gail okay hey gail Oh yes. Okay, Thank now you, you got you bet. What do I do? Okay, no, 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 stop now. No, just stop, 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 stop. Nope, stop. Okay, let me talk now. Okay, you called in okay. with a question. Let me answer the call. Okay, now hopefully okay. you got a piece of paper and a pencil so you can write this down. Okay. Right. Okay. Now the first thing, you. the first thing is the dog needs probiotics. The next thing he needs is digestive enzymes. Well, it's a, it's a she, but it's not my dog. Okay, yeah, but no, I'm just telling dog. you, you called okay. in with a question. Here's the answer that you can relate, okay? So, okay. so they need probiotics, they need digestive enzymes, and they need uh, fish oil, okay? Okay, and the fish thing oil? You, yep, okay. fish oil. Okay, because what happens when you have a dog that eats everything, it's called uh, pica, or if it's, is he just scarfing his food, or is he like trying to pick up something a little here and a little there? Okay. No, that's well, a good, so that's, I tell my niece like I'm trying to act like I'm key to canine. You okay. know, I feel bad doing that. Okay. Yeah, but no, no, no. But see, the whole thing is, is that 
dogs were put on this earth to be the cleanup crew. They're garbage cans. They should eat everything and anything and never skip a beat. Dogs that have touchy stomachs tells me that that there's some somebody fed the same thing for too long and never got any diversity in their diet. Because dogs should be able to eat, be able to eat pizza, uh, popcorn, um, you know, uh, eggs, steaks. They should be able to eat everything that we eat and never skip a beat. And a dog that has a touchy stomach, and so maybe they're on touchy stomach food sensitive, that tells you that they, they have a lot of work to add that good digestive enzymes in there and the good probiotics to get that gut up and going so they can start feeding it anything and uh, anything. And they never skip a beat. Like, just like you're dogs they can eat anything and they're fine right yeah okay because you've they, done that you gave them you know you've got a good their system for some reason farmer's dog. that's what i order plus a little uh nugget stuff from rachel ray you okay. don't okay. have to like it but yeah, yeah no no that's fine that's why you do whatever but the whole thing you're getting diversity in there that's good that's what you need every owner needs to know this is that you do not feed the dog the same thing for any length of time you have to rotate in different proteins aka meat so you can do beef you can do turkey you can do um chicken you can do bison if you want you want duck okay stuff like that so you want different you buy smaller bags so you can rotate in now the thing is is that if the dog has never had the food before then you yeah. t- you uh, well you start out and with a quarter of the cup of the new stuff to three quarters of the old stuff okay for like two three days then you go to a 50 50 for two three days and then three quarters of the new to the quarter of the old for two three days now if the dog's um doo-doo starts getting a little bit sloppy slow down the rotation instead of two three days maybe do four five days okay you know once that that um the, the the food is rotated in, the next time it comes into, uh, you know, when you open it, you just open the bag and feed it the next time it comes into rotation. Okay, just open the bag. It's only if it's never had it before, you have to rotate it in. And then you want to get that probiotic, the digestive enzyme, and, and the fish I oil. I get it with my dogs, but I don't know how to tell my niece. Well, this is what you need to then do. Then you go on to it's obvious. Okay, but then what you do is you have her go and catch the podcast on mytalk1071.com. Okay. okay, and so then she can hear it for you know what, what me telling. But the thing is though now because you're you're using that puzzle thing to put the dry kibble in so she can't really scarf it all at one time. Okay, what you want to do is rehydrate her food. Put her food in a dish, put hot tap water on until it floats nicely, put it aside. Okay. Put it aside and wait about a half hour, come back, and then all the water should be gone. And you want to check, take a couple of the nuggets of the food and, 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 and squish it, and it should be putting her soft to the center. If not, add a little more water, wait a little bit. Now it's okay. Now put your supplements in, mix it up, and now feed it to the dog. Okay, it's easier on the digestive system because when the dog eats something, when they they don't chew their food, they slam it. Okay, and so the thing I is, believe me, I've had five dogs. Yep, <laughs> and so it goes in whole. Now they've got to drink a whole buttload of water because of all to compensate for all that dry matter and that weight in the stomach can cause bloat. Okay, oh. and so that's why now you're going to rehydrate that food for the dog so that then that will not happen. So anytime, especially dogs that are scarfers, I mean, really scarfers, then they really you need put, to have like bone broth in there. You could do whatever you want to rehydrate it. But see, by putting okay. the hot tap water on that, that rehydrates it faster. You could put, you know, you put some bone broth in there. You know, uh, the kombucha from uh, Nutrisource is fantastic. Diane thought you got to heaven when she's here. Yeah. Yeah, here <laughs> you go. But that the whole thing is that, you know, uh, her tummy, she's constantly looking because she doesn't feel full. 
Okay, her stomach is constantly looking for something. I would add some raw. It's like eating dry cereal every day of your life. Right. You're not going to feel full. Yeah, and see, it's a lot of carbs. Carbs make you turn into sugar. Sugar turns into fat, and sugar also makes you want crave more and more. So I would start adding some raw meat. Uh, formulated raw meat to this dog's diet. Um, you know, like I say, if you're making an egg, make an egg for this dog. So just slowly in, in, in put in new stuff so the dog gets more of a variety. But do it slowly. If the, to- but if the dog, but I was kind of told not to do anything. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like the bad grandma that okay. tries to give your kid sugar cookies okay. or something. Yeah, no, like I said. So just have her listen to the podcast, and if you don't want to tell her, just to go to mytalk1071.com. No, I'm going to because no, it, that's like that commercial. Uh, with the uh, farm dog thing, because that's what my dogs have. Mm-hmm. Yep. No dog eats pellets for the rest of their life. Right. They just yep. don't. Yep. Yep. It doesn't even make sense. Right, and that's why, like I say, you rehydrated. You don't let them eat the nuggets, the kibble, the whatever type thing. They're not meant to eat dry matter. And they technically don't mm-hmm. eat dry matter. They slam it. <laughs> and so that's why you should rehydrate well, it. separating them, too, for a week so that, Emma gets to eat what she eats, and then this dog doesn't get to eat because you don't get to eat that. It's going to be a crazy week. Just yeah, but saying. no, no, no. You're going to feed um, and feed the dog that you're babysitting. You feed it in like the bathroom or the laundry room, and so it doesn't disrupt your meal time. Okay, so and so you yeah. put you close the door, and so then when your dogs are done eating, okay, then you go check on that dog, and if it's still eating, just leave him alone. Unshut the door. And then if it is done eating, then you open the door, you pick up the bowl, and we're all done. But feed it in a separate room or in a kennel or something so that it can't just... Do you think they not smell what the other dogs get to eat? No. No, they know something. No, there's some other... uh, They they can smell there's something different in the house, but that's fine. Just like when you cook. One day it's meatloaf, one day it's, you know, Italian spaghetti. They can smell all that stuff. But, you know, they don't go, oh, geez, where's mine? (laughs) So anyway... So that's what you just got to do, though. You got to just rotate this dog's diet, get it but on. I've got to ask you again, Katie, and I know I keep asking you, and I know you're always answering in the best ways. But how does anyone decide that your dog has an eating disorder? I mean, I know people that have them. Right. But and not a dog. Yes, a dog. You bet they do. They're the anorexic dog, dogs that, that won't eat. But usually it's a stem from something, okay? Whereas they're not getting the proper nutrition. There's some gut problems, whatever. So, And dogs that wolf, that eat anything. Uh, dogs that eat, like let's say they eat um, uh, uh, mulch. And they let's say they, they anytime they can grab oh, sticks or just mulch, anything. Yeah. Okay, that tells you that the gut is upside down and sideways. That needs to re- be replenished. And so that's why. So you can repair it with the right... Right, uh, with the right food and with the right supplements and so that the dog won't be so ravished. I'm just going to ask you again. Why did I have five dogs that didn't, they just all got along and didn't eat anything weird. If they didn't want to eat it, they didn't eat it. Okay. They didn't like the cat food, they well, didn't eat it. Yeah, they would jump on the counter and eat it. I mean, I, I this is like a week of going to be doing this. Well, and, just stop now. Stop. Okay, now the thing is, so is that you chose to do this, so just figure it out. And then just okay. move forward, okay? And the thing is, is that yes, and so just yeah, just but see, what you just got to remember is that her gut isn't. You've been lucky, apparently. The whatever you fed in the past, and all the dogs you had, they didn't have a tummy dis, an upset tummy that it needed to be repl- replenished, okay? But this dog does have an upset gut, and it needs to be replenished. And I just helped you to try to start them on the right one. And the best one is VitalPlanet.com. V I T A L. That vital planet, uh, yeah, vital planet. They got good probiotics and good digestive enzymes. Okay, 
Okay, well, good well, luck. I'll see if my niece will take advice, like, from, like, the grandma that, like, thinks that, you know what I mean? It's like, thinks that you know better than... No, uh, you're just trying to, you, you care about the dog, so you just you want to offer up some information. You don't say, you need to do this. This is what I found from talking to Katie. So here you go, or listen to the podcast, you know, so just don't point I your will, finger. I will, I will do that. Okay, kiddo. Have a great day. Thanks Thank you. spending so much time with you. You betcha. Sorry for so much time. Oh, that's okay. okay. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go. Very nice. But yeah, so anytime, you know, when vets put dogs on specialty feed and stuff like this, and it costs an arm and a leg, it's like, good gravy. Okay, let's start with the basics. Yeah. Okay. And so the thing is, because a lot of that stuff is so expensive. And people say, oh my God, well, then maybe put do, put some raw to the diet. Just add, add little things here and there and build that system back up. It can't be done overnight. So the whole thing is, is just, you know, think about it. Go slow. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> hey, give a holler. We got open line, 651-641-1071, okay? And so, like I said, I'm not going to be here for two, you know, next week we're off because it's Memorial Day weekend, the start of the summer. Uh, I just cleaned my glasses so now I can see. Yay, me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not used to wearing glasses. So, okay, and vets are still remember. Remember, vets are still saying out there, "Oh, you feed your dog a grain-free diet, and they're going to get dilated cardiomyopathy." Don't ever do that. And people is bogus. Okay, go to the FDA website and put in um, what the FDA said about grain-free diets, or how they said that was possible possible cause of dilated cardiomyopathy, but they didn't have the research. And so all the vets, warning with Robinson, warning with Robinson, you know, and apparently the vets didn't get the second memo. <laughs> Whereas, oops, we bad. There's no, no, nothing to substantiate that. They are doing research right now. And so the thing is, is that if you're that worried about grain-free, you do a bag of grain-free and a bag, bag of grain-inclusive, you know, with the grain, a bag, yeah. bag, grain-free, not a grain-free. You know what I mean? Just rotate your diet and all will be right with the world. Cook for the dog. Give them some raw. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, it, remember, dogs are literally supposed to be garbage cans. They eat everything. And that's why, you know, your farm dogs never saw a vet in their life because they were always scrounging on something usually dead. <laughs> and the thing is, and they come up and give you a kiss. But um, they kept their gut healthy by eating a lot of the different stuff. You know what I mean? And then in the old, old days, the dogs never got any dog food. <laughs> they they got what was left from the human table. They got what was left over or, what they could find in the woods. Exactly, exactly. And so that's why you had these farm dogs living to be 20 years old, 25, you know, type thing. My husband's dog that he grew up with, uh, Inky, uh, I think lived to be 22 or something like that, never went to a vet. You know, it was, uh, she got fixed. But that was it. She never yeah. went to a vet. Okay. And so the thing is, is that and she had a fend for herself. They had 11 kids. <laughs> <laughs> so Inky wasn't exactly on the top of the totem pole. No, to you got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And luckily the kids like to feed her. So she got fit a lot yeah. in some ways. But anyway, so yeah. So you got you to gotta give it. Oh, am I supposed to be going to break? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Totally. I'm in a little space. I thought you were wrapping up. You're good. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, what fruit works better at waking you up than coffee? Prunes, blueberries, apples, banana. All right, we're back. Hi, 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 hi. All right. Oh, here we are. Da-da-da-da. What fruit works better at waking you up more than coffee? Prunes, blueberries, apples, bananas. Blueberries. Wrong. Really? It's apples. That's funny. I hate apples. You hate apples? No, I have to have a really good apple. My my standard for like eating just a plain apple is 
really high. I agree. Um, I grew up on Harrelson's apples. I love Harrelson's. I don't like many other apples. <laughs> so unless I like you, a good green tart apple, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, I agree there. I totally agree. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, where are we at? Well, so first up, we have Sally, whose uh, dogs are eating grass. Okay, grass eaters, they need their salad. Hey, Sally, how you doing? Hey, Sally. Uh-oh. Sally, can we hear you? Talk to me, yeah, Sally. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Oh, sorry. There you are. Now we got gotcha. you. And so I have a cat named Sally. I spell her name S-A-L-L-E-E. I spell everything. Okay, well, I, that's cool. I spell everything different. So what kind of pupper do you got, and how old? Uh, we have a German Shepherd Pitbull Cross. He's three. And we have a um, Poodle Schnauzer, who's one. Okay. And they both eat grass. Okay. Every day. Okay. And then after they eat grass, do they throw up? Uh, sometimes the um, big guy does. Okay. But not often. Okay. Hard, hardly ever. But maybe once every couple of weeks he might. But not very often. Okay, because they just it, eat it like it's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and grass is good. That's tell you they're low on their greens. They need some more greens in their diet. And uh, what it is is they if they eat it real ravishously, you know, like okay, at nine times out of ten, that's when they're going to throw up. That means they got a tummy ache and they're trying to make it better. It's like nature's pet okay. mobismal. Yeah. But if they just not really like that, right? It's more like just grazing yep. here and there. Yep. Just grabbing it. And so yeah. And so that's fine. The only bummer of that is is that then if they swallow it whole if it's a long blade it kind of gets wrapped yeah. up in their doo-doos and it has a hard time letting go out right. the other end but no the thing is is that yeah eating grass that just sells you know try to put more greens into their uh food as far as you okay. can there is uh from animalessentials.com there is called i can picture the bad what digestive not digestive enzymes um, alternative greens, I think it's called alternative greens, something like that. And so that will give that. You can also give them more green beans, green peas, cauliflower, I mean, not cauliflower, uh, broccoli, uh, just to get some more greens in their diet. It doesn't have to be a lot. Okay. And so, okay. but that's what, that's very, that's very, uh, uh, normal, you know, to just kind of grab a couple. But now what you have to pay attention to is if you take them to like the park that, uh, they're not, they use a lot of chemicals in parks on their lawns, so you don't want the dog eating grass in places where you right. don't know what's on the grass. So if they try to go eat some grass or you don't want them to, just get the leaves a quick pop and go, leave it, leave it, and move them right along, all right? So yep. they don't get into yep. the, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, so that's very natural for dogs to eat, and that just tells you, like, um, do, you, do, you, do you rotate your diet a lot? Uh, yes, I do rotate the diet, and, you know, they just started doing it. Now, we have a long grass kind of in our back field. They yep. don't really eat the grass that are, is in the okay, lawn. Yeah, they the big like the ones. real long grass that's back there, yep. which is yep. not treated or sprayed yep. oh, or anything. Oh, great. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, no, that's no problem. But like I say, the only okay. time is if they well, really eat it fast, and then the 10 to 1, they're going to eat it, they're going to throw it up. You know, oh. uh, but it's okay. usually the short I'll, grass. I'll so. add more greens. I know okay. one of them eats broccoli, and I think I can get the other one to eat. <laughs> eat <laughs> Sounds <stuff>. good. <laughs> okay, thanks for the call. Have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much. You bet. Bye. Bye-bye. Yep, greens, greens, greens. We all need our greens. I don't, I'm really bad on fruits. <laughs> And veggies, oh, so Stanley's bad. the biggest salad eater. He's he's obsessed. My mom has to, she used to like let him into garden with her, but then he started realizing he likes green beans. Yeah. So he'll attack her green beans, and if she's leaving the garden, he'll like try to stick his head in her pockets where she stores them to get at them. He just loves vegetables. Well, there you go. Give me that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, who's up next?
Well, so next up, we have Katie, who is looking for some advice for uh, joint supplements for an older dog. Okay, joint supplements for older dogs. Hi, Katie. How you doing? I'm good. Katie, how are you doing? Good, good. Great name, isn't it? <laughs> okay. It really is. <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. So what kind of dog do you got? I have a 10-year-old, I've called before, 10-year-old plot hound. Oh, the plot um, hound, okay. She's starting to show some age, and I've noticed lately when we're at the cabin, she's Obviously more active. There's more things to smell up there. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's fun. But she gets just so pooped out. Yep. And I don't know. How do you know if they're hurting? Or is it time for joint supplement? Well, when or they, um, do we look pe- at Basuela? I, I'm just not sure what to do with her. Yeah. But if she's showing signs of distress, you know, where she's limping or she's stiff, the Basuela is really good. Okay. Okay. But what you could do to help her, because any dog that gets past about seven, eight years old could always stand. Don't wait for him to show signs. You know, don't wait for it to break before you try to repair. Try to stay ahead of the game. Okay. So a couple, you got a piece of paper and a pencil? I do. Okay. From springtimeinc.com, springtimeinc.com, they have advanced joint supplement. Advanced joint supplement. Okay. And another one that you might want to try is called Longevity. And Longevity, okay. you know have you heard of spirulina? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. It's got a, so it says a spirulina base, and, and it's got a lot of other really cool stuff in it. And that's good for their blood and such like that, you know, to perk up their blood. And so it's okay. really, I, I, um, I, I'm trying to think how long ago that was. No, oh god, years just fly. Uh, my little, um, I rescued two toy poodles, Ethel and and Lucy, and Lucy mm-hmm. was blind and deaf, <laughs> and Helen Keller. But anyway, and she was just dog, and we didn't know how old she was. We put we put her at about maybe uh, you know twelve, thirteen. But anyway, so I got, tried her on the longevity. This dog went from going out and standing in the middle of the yard, and just kind of standing there. And so I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have to really watch, watch her to like, I turned my back and where did the dog go? And she's down the hill going for a walk. She has no oh, idea where gosh. she's going. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So, I mean, that longevity works really well for a lot of, uh, a lot of dogs. And because that spirulina is really good for the blood, opens it up and then discuss so many other cool stuff in it. And then that's, like I said, springtimeinc.com. So that's, uh, um, is we, that, okay. So ahead. I get the longevity at the springtime yep. Inc. Yep, it's uh, uh oh, okay. the, yeah. Do you want to hold on? We got to run to break, and so we can sure. talk to you a little bit more after after the break. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. Okay. The corpus flower attracts pollinators with the fragrance of what? Fresh brewed coffee, rose petals, decaying flesh, or rotten eggs. We'll be back.